Namaste. Today, in our 27th episode, I wanted to touch the concept of Brahman, Atman and Anand. We keep using these three words throughout our discourse of Yoga. So, let us discuss this concept of Brahman, Atman and Anand. Brahman, Atman and Anand are the three most important words in Vedic philosophy. The whole Vedic philosophy revolves around these three words. Brahman is the central concept of Vedic understanding of human being, nature and whole universe. Understanding Brahman and to become aware of this absolute truth is the aim of human life. So let us discuss Brahman, Atman and Anand one by one in short. First, Brahman. Brahman means great, the supreme. Brahman originates from the Sanskrit word Brah, Brah which means to grow. Brahman is the cosmic energy or what you can say the universal energy spread throughout, throughout the universe, limitless, boundless, everywhere. Everything grows from Brahman, the universal cosmic energy. Brahman is the cosmic principle of existence the ultimate unifying and integrating principle of universe. You get the concept? Brahman is the boundless energy having no form, no shape, no gender. It transcends all empirically discernible categories, limitations and dualities. It is everywhere. Brahman is the eternal transcendent origin of all things. Everything grows from Brahman and everything is part of Brahman. Whatever is there is part of Brahman and it originates and grows from Brahman too. So you can say that Brahman constitutes all the essential building material of all types from which all things Proceed from which all things originate and grow. Brahman is the formal cause as well as the final cause of everything. Sagun or Nirgun. Sagun means that which has form or character and Nirgun is without form or character. Brahman is simply the universal energy without any boundaries, omnipotent and omnipresent. Everything living and non-living originates and integrates into Brahman. We can say Brahman is the eternal essence of universe, the ultimate divine reality. It is the 
यूनिवर्सल फंडामेंटल लाइफ फोर्स प्रेजेंट इन एनी एंड एवरीथिंग इट इज द सटल असेंस ऑफ एवरीथिंग इट इज द यूनिवर्सल कॉस्मिक एनर्जी प्रेजेंट एवरीवेयर आई थिंक आई एम एबल टू एक्सप्लेन द कॉन्सेप्ट एंड डू नॉट कन्फ्यूज ब्रह्मन विद द ट्रायोलॉजी ऑफ ब्रह्मा विष्णु महेश दिस ट्रायोलॉजी ऑफ ब्रह्मा विष्णु महेश कॉन्सेप्ट विच इवॉल्व मच लेटर इज डिफरेंट इट स्टार्टेड इन द एज ऑफ पुरान्स आर ब्रह्मन द वैदिक ब्रह्मन इज द रूट एंड सोर्स ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ ऑल दैट इज इन एग्जिस्टेंस एंड non existence too brahman encompasses all that is manifest and even all that is hidden to repeat brahman is omnipresent and omnipotent source of all consciousness it is the divine energy spread uninterruptedly throughout the cosmos through the whole brahmand hence called brahman as i said it has no color no shape no size of its own it is pure energy undivided continuous energy spread throughout spread throughout the level and the intensity of the energy may vary between different forms like solid liquid and gases even between living and non living but it is uninterrupted and continuous it is present in all body forms but each life has a concentrated intensified part of brahman in it and this concentrated intensified part of brahman which is the life force is called atman in all living forms so let us understand atman atman again is a sanskrit word for inner self or spirit or soul you may call it inner self or the spirit this is the eternal core of one's personality it is the condensed form of the primary living energy the universal cosmic energy atman is our pure divine true self the core which is covered by the panch may kosh now panch may kosh also has the energy the universal cosmic energy but in lesser intensity the energy is concentrated and intensified in the form of atman we understand that brahman has no boundaries so everything has that energy atman is the life part of the cosmic energy the concentrated 
intensified form of the primary living energy each living thing people animal planet all have an atman the life energy that forms the eternal essence of their existence okay when the body dies the energy the life energy or the atman does not die because the modern physics also teaches us that energy can neither be created nor destroyed so what happens to atman atman either transmigrates to the new life or attains moksha that is liberation meaning just dissolves into brahman the universal energy this is the concept of brahman and atman simple and very scientific a teacher explained the concept of atman to the students in a beautiful way there is a story in upanishad in which the teacher explains by example and analogy of a seed the story goes like this the teacher asked his students to bring him a fig when the fig was brought the teacher said open it what do you see there my children the students answered some very small seeds sir well open one of those small seeds and see what you can see there the teacher asked the students the students they were perplexed and their answer was nothing at all sir we can't see anything inside these small seeds but the teacher said truly from what you cannot see the whole fig tree grows this explains the concept of atman and brahman the energy in the seed is not visible but it is there one cannot see this universal energy which is present as atman inside the tiny seed of the fig but it is there and it gives life to all as the seed produces the fig tree whether inside the fig seed or inside any living thing it is the same living source the extension of the brahman which is known as atman so to summarize atman in us in all living thing is but an extension a part of brahman the concentrated intensified form of brahman the vedic phrase atman is brahman is saying quite simply that individual soul atman is part and extension of the universal soul brahman we can understand that now there is no distinction between us and the ultimate divine 
reality. Isn't it? We are one. Atman and Brahman are one. Meaning that in our deepest selves, we are divine. And this Atman, this divine, basically constitutes all living things. So, all living things are divine in their deepest selves. This is the concept of Atman and Brahman. In India, we greet each other with the word Namaste, said with clasped hands. Hands in Namaskar Mudra. What does that mean? It means the divine in me honors the divine in you. This statement makes sense to us now, isn't it? All are part of the divine reality, the Brahman. Hence, all are ultimately divine. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful and absolute truth. This truth is expressed as Mahavakya in the Vedas. I quote, Pragyanam Brahma Ayam Atma Brahma Tattvam Asi Aham Brahmasmi Meaning, everything is generated by consciousness. Consciousness or divine universal energy that is Brahman. Everything is generated by consciousness. Consciousness or divine universal energy that is Brahman. My soul, my Atma is Brahman. So is yours. Hence, we all are divine. We all are divine. Equal and divine. This is the truth. And our goal is to become aware of this truth. So, with this understanding of Brahman and Anand, now let us discuss Anand. We discussed Brahman and Atman and now let us discuss Anand. Anand means ultimate permanent happiness. Anand is a Sanskrit word meaning bliss or divine joy. Bliss or divine joy. There is a constant urge in human being to seek happiness. We try to seek it in the outer world, but after some time we realize that outer world pressures give temporary happiness. It ends after some times. Many times the after effect of such pleasures is depression. This is temporary and an illusion of happiness. The human being repeatedly feels the emptiness, the vacuum, despite all worldly luxuries. Keeping this problem in mind, 
the vedic rishis tried to think reflect experiment concentrate meditate to find the answer their pursuit included questions like who am i what is my real identity what is life after death is there any supreme power how can we achieve sustained and true happiness well with all the studies contemplations meditations ponderings the rishis wrote their result in the form of vedas when we pass through the stages of ashtang yoga along with self study we too will by ourselves reach the same conclusion through our own experiences we can realize that i am divine and part of eternal divine and everything around us too is extension of the same divinity this sublimely blissful experience of the boundless pure consciousness the glimpse of the ultimate reality fills us with bliss this is anand when you become aware of the truth of divinity of everything that is in this world you become filled with bliss this is anand in vedas the understanding and experience of this reality is called sachidanand sat chit anand these are the three words sat meaning truth truth of our divinity chit meaning consciousness brahman and absolute oneness of atma and brahman and anand means permanent happiness so the truth about oneness of atma and brahman when it shines upon us we enjoy the state of blissfulness the aim and goal of our life is to attain sachida nand sat chit and anand the supremely blissful experience of pure consciousness and ultimate reality the reality of brahman and atman the reality of that we are divine the reality that everything in this universe is divine originating from the same universal soul this gives us anand in the end i would uh, like to uh, give example of adi shankaracharya who was an aware person and he used to introduce himself in a very special manner the story goes like this adi shankaracharya as a young boy of 8 was once wandering in the himalayas he was encountered by a sage 
who asked him, who are you? Naturally, anybody will ask a boy of eight why he is roaming in the Himalayas. Who is he? The boy, that is Adi Shankaracharya, answered him in a very special manner. Whatever he said are now known as the Atma Shakatam or the Nirvana Shaktam. He introduced himself in six verses of Atma Shakatam in Sanskrit. I'll just speak out the first line and then I will explain a few stanzas in English. The first line goes like this of his Atma Shakatam. Mano buddhi hankara chittani naam and so on. There are six stanzas and I will recite a few of them. I am not the mind, the intellect, the ego or the memory. I am not the ears, the skin, the nose or the eyes. I am not space, not earth, not fire, water or wind. I am the form of consciousness and bliss. I am the eternal, the blissful divine. I am not the breath nor the five elements. I am not matter nor the five sheets of consciousness. I, nor am I the speech, the hands or the feet. I am the form of consciousness and bliss. I am the eternal, the blissful divine. I am devoid of duality. My form is formlessness. I exist everywhere, pervading all senses. I am neither attached, nor free, nor capture. I am the form of consciousness and bliss. I am the eternal, the blissful divine. This way, Adi Shankaracharya introduced himself that he is the eternal, blissful divine. This is how a person aware of the truth of his identity feels dwelling in blissfulness of his divinity. This is achieved in the journey of Ashtang Yoga, especially the Raj Yoga part of the journey. You become a aware person and you feel blissful because of that awareness. On this note, we conclude today's discussion. Next episode, we discuss the last stage of Ashtang Yoga, that is Samadhi. Till then, Om. Thank you.